today on CityCast Chicago. The work of columnists, raptivists, prison abolitionists, Bella Boz is deeply rooted in this city. My own story and my own history is Chicago's story, is Chicago's history. We talk about our latest projects, including a documentary following her activism and a musical performance that honors her ancestors. Today is Friday, May 21st. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. First, a little bit of news, y'all. The United Center is officially ending walk-up vaccine appointments on Monday, so you got this weekend. You'll still be able to drive up to receive the vaccine through June 24th. Metra is ramping service back up. It had been reduced, obviously, because of the pandemic. The agency's full Saturday schedule will return this month. Hey, as long as they keep those reduced fares on the Metro Electric line, I'm going to be happy. Some good news. We can keep talking about festivals, but it's really not a summer celebration without the neighborhood block party. Dr. Arwitty said that with the right precautions, neighborhoods can break out the grills and block off the streets starting in July. Unfortunately, the bouncy house is going to have to wait it out. I'm looking out the window and it seems like the weather is gonna stay in the 80s this weekend. So enjoy the sun. And if you find yourself in Grant Park, stop by Buckingham Fountain. It's turning back on tomorrow. For more Chicago stories, sign up for our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. It's not every day that black journalists, black and brown journalists, have an opportunity to talk to the mayor. Chicago media is overwhelmingly white. I think that the outrage from white journalists, from white news media outlets across the nation, um, is it speaks to their privilege. That's Bella Boz after she did an interview with Mayor Lori Lightfoot. We don't want to add any more heat about Lifeless' decision to only grant interviews to black and brown journalists to mark her two-year anniversary. Honestly, it became a huge distraction rather than focusing on the city's real issues. But Bella makes it about the issues. She uses her words as a raptivist and as a columnist at the tribe to call for change. A change for things like police violence, the prison system, and respecting the power of youth. My whole work is really just changing the conversation. What narrative, what perspective you see the story from, because that's going to change the whole story. My grandmother was a sharecropper in Mississippi, like a sharecropper's daughter. She grew up on a, on a cotton field, picking cotton, like didn't have no formal education. That's what she had to do. And then she was able to escape that and come to Chicago and finally build herself up, build, make a name for herself. I just feel like I owe it. I owe everything I am to that. So that's why all my work is still around amplifying what they did because people look at me like I'm some type of hometown hero and shit. And it's really like, I couldn't be here. I literally couldn't be here in existence. And I couldn't be here in the way that I think and the way that I move and the things that I do. If it wasn't for these people, these women, particularly before me, who were criminalized and and, and and push to the margins in a way that they were so that I can be front and center today. Bella is definitely front and center as one of the main subjects of the documentary Unapologetic, which follows her and another activist 
as they respond to the police killing of Rakia Boyd and as they continue to organize through Lightfoot's election. Unapologetic is on the film festival circuit and will debut later this year on PBS's POV. How did you get involved in that project? It's really like, this is really how I get involved in everything. I just see mad at my business, doing what, <laughs> what I feel like I came here to do. So I was protesting the murder of Rakia Boyd, trying to get the officer who who killed her fire, Dante Servant. They said that the shooting is justified, but how is it justified when you got a young girl up there with a bullet hole in her head? What kind of justice is that? The filmmaker, Ashley O'Shea, she was like 22 years old, fresh out of college. This was like 2015. It was really hard to be a young black person in Chicago and not have it on your radar, at least what, how young black people in Chicago were organizing around injustices, right? It was like, we were really the epicenter of, of organizing for real, I feel like. And then she was just so moved by what she saw that she wanted to to document it. You know, she went to school for, for film, so that's what she's supposed to do. That's how she's lending to the movement. But uh, when she came to this particular protest, I was performing. I was really, at this time, I was performing at damn near every street protest in the city. So I had performed this night. I think we were celebrating because uh, the uh, police chief at the time, he had got fired, reached out to me like immediately, like, you know, can I document you? Can we document about the movement and stuff? So I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. For sure. The whole time, I didn't think she was going to be following me for five years. Like, you know. <laughs> we taking back I went to their college, got magna cum laude, learned things that they taught me do not really matter. Won't help my brothers who left in their cellars. So I yell free my niggas, then they met their sheriffs. And it was just so much going on, and it was a bigger story to tell. And a good documentary and a good filmmaker knows that it's like really we don't get to this moment in 2020. Yeah, it was 2020 when this you know defund police became a national conversation, right? And we don't get to this moment without seeing like you know Chicago 2015 and 2020, right? Like no, for sure. period. Me and all my niggas up, I'm some like Underground, I bury shit. Stick with us. Next, we're talking more about Bella coming up in Chicago. It's time for another shout out here on CityCast Chicago. Remember, we're not doing ads. We're just talking about our favorite places in the city. Lib Gray emailed us about Bang Bang Pie in Logan Square. The pies are good, but Lib recommends their biscuits and cheesy grits. She says early on in the pandemic, the pie shop offered mixes to make your own, and Lib says she did all right, but it doesn't beat brunch at Bang Bang Pie. Thanks so much for that, and let's keep these shout-outs coming. Tell us about a place that makes you feel at home in Chicago. Not a business you own or work at. These are just little love letters. Email us at chicago at citycast.fm. And thanks. You have been one of those people over the last few years who pretty much every time you speak, I listen. I pay attention, whether it's coming through music or poetry or film or documentary. I always am interested in what you have to say. Can you tell people a little bit about who Bella Boz is? So Bella Boz. Boz is B-A-H-H-S. Mm-hmm. That's Black Ancestors Here Healing Society. 
I'm a raptivist. I'm a prison abolitionist. So my story is my story. And I walk through, go through life and do what I do because of my own story and my own history. But my own story and my own history is Chicago's story. It's Chicago's history. It's mm-hmm. Mississippi history. You know what I'm saying? It's American story, American history. So again, all of that is through raptivism, prison abolition. It's all because both my parents were incarcerated when I was a kid. I was raised mm-hmm. by my grandmother. Was that on? That was on the west side of the city, right? Absolutely, west side, the best side. <laughs> I'm from the south side, so I concur, but I don't concur. You know how it is. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like coming up on the west side of Chicago? I can't. I can't compare it to nothing else because. Mm-hmm. The only home I've ever known for real is the west side of Chicago. So for me personally, it was like after my mama went to prison and I, my grandma really took me in. I was really her baby. So I was always like the print, the hood princess dower with love and affirmations. And people just always told me like I was going to be the one who really changed, changed the hood, like really changed the hood mm. and take the hood from the hood. And I didn't even understand what that meant. Did you just put that on your back? It was never like mm. no pressure in me or like making me feel like I had to do this or I had to do that. It was really just like, I, I if anything, I was the one pressuring myself. I see us so differently than other people see us, than the media see us, than, you know, the warden see us, the judges see us. Like, you know, my, a lot of my family have been incarcerated. So I never understood, like, how could anybody not like us? How could you... Mm. I just thought that was ridiculous. So it was like, no, this is unacceptable. Like, mm-hmm. I made the ones tweaking. Like, we not really. <laughs> As a prison abolitionist, Bella co-founded the Sister Survivor Network, which helps black girls and women who have been negatively impacted by the justice system. Honestly, she's all over the place, especially working with women who have been incarcerated. And she's also an artist. Bella's latest project called Acres of Ancestry is a virtual performance of music and poetry. Uh, Parts of it are on Instagram, but the full experience is only available to people who donate on her site. You made your directorial debut with Acres of Ancestry. Uh, What was it like to be able to not only direct uh, acres of ancestry write it obviously star in it but then release it in a way that felt very much uh in your control and in your vision oh this has been this song the first time i performed og was at my grandmother's funeral like that one you know she well the first time i performed it for a large group of people i had performed it for her while she was alive still you know i wrote it for her um, but I performed it the first time, like in front of, at, at a, at a funeral. And it was like, like the room shook in the funeral home, you know, um, mm-hmm. it was a big moment. I knew this song like deserved so much, right? It deserved so much from me because it's not just the song. It's really like my autobiography. I got to do this justice. And I feel like I finally did the song justice. It means so much to me just to just to be able to to control, to really have independence over my art and how I put it out. And that's just the the best thing in the world to me. Honestly, I feel like this is success to me. Bella Boz, thank you for sitting down with us at CityCast Chicago. You are truly a, a renaissance and a revolutionary, and I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. May our manifestations be 
libations and offering to those who did not make it. A toast to our first and final destination to our earthly mother, nature. May we never forget that the drip is sacred. As it's getting hotter outside, remember to go enjoy your local park. Luckily for you, tomorrow is It's Your Park Day. City Cash Chicago loves our parks. Lead producer Carrie Shepard, what's your park? Ping Tom Park in Chinatown. It has this industrial-like view of the skyline, this pagoda-style pavilion, and you can take the water taxi there. Producer Simone Alisea. My favorite park is Rogers Beach on the far north side. I have lots of memories sitting at the beach with my best friend. Newsletter writer Sydney Madden. My favorite park is Maggie Daly Park, where I went to Park District for five plus years. And producer for CityCast Chicago this week and in the future, Natalie Rivera, who lives in Los Angeles. Natalie, what's your park? My favorite park in LA County would have to be El Carrizo Park in the San Fernando Valley. I grew up close to it and I still have family and friends who live nearby it, so we still meet up there sometimes. And me, I love walking through Washington Park. As always, I gotta give shout outs to the people who make the music you love to listen to. That's my boy Sam Trump and also Mark Greenberg from the Mayfair Workshop for Music. That's our show for Friday, May 21st. I'll talk to you on Monday. Peace. <laughs>